Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Toronto at Large. I am your about-to-crank-up-the-election-intro-again host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Josh, hit it. Your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. All right, folks, it is eight minutes after the hour here, and we're pleased to be in studio with Ward 8 Aldermanic candidate Ed Sapienza. He's tilting at this windmill once again, having taken on incumbent Tom Katziantonis two years ago. Katziantonis has vacated the seat, and now he finds himself locked in a battle with former alderman Betsy in the breeze DeVries and... Uh, newcomer to politics, John Cataldo. This segment brought to us by Jewel Music Venue of Manchester, which is presenting Tusk, the number one ultimate Fleetwood Mac tribute band, their new uh, to their new stage on Friday, September 22nd, for a night of music you won't forget. Authentic sounding and always respectful, Tusk leaves no stone unturned in replicating the sound of one of the world's best-loved top-selling bands, Tickets are just 20 bucks in advance and will be available on the door. Visit JewelNH.com. That's JewelNH.com to check on the schedule and obtain your tickets. That's JewelNH. Yeah, Jewel. G-E-W-E-L. Not J-E-W-E-L.com. And uh, joining us now is Ed Sapienza. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Rich. Thanks for having me on. Well, now this is the first time that I've actually interviewed you as a candidate for alderman on the air. Every other time you've been here on Gerard at Large, it's yeah. been a guest host. Yeah, it's been a, a guest host, or uh, you interviewed me for uh, Charter Commission a few years yeah. back. But yeah, this is the first time for alderman. Alderman, yeah, yeah. So welcome, welcome to the real interview. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Actually, uh, Victoria Sullivan does a very good job. By yeah. The so way, all yes. all of our guest hosts, yeah. frankly, do yeah. uh, spectacular jobs, which is why they're invited. So Ed. Uh, for those of you, for those in the audience who don't know you, a little bit about who you are uh, personally and professionally, your background, and then we'll be on to the campaign. Okay, great. Born and raised here in Manchester, Army veteran, working class guy. I've been employed in the criminal justice field for over 20 years now. But uh, you know what, Rich? It's really not important about me. What's important is what, about the folks out there. I have this notion that a representative of the people should represent the people. But, uh, you know, that's the short bio for me. I used to, years ago, I used to live paycheck to paycheck, but now that I'm a little bit older, I live from direct deposit to direct deposit. (laughs) (laughs) And you do have a bit of a sense of humor. All right. So, Ed, you you ran two years ago against Alderman Katzi and Tonus, and you're you're back in the race this time. What is the motivating reason for you to uh, be an alderman? Well, it's more like reasons, Rich. It's plural. You're right. I ran two years ago. I gave it a shot against Tom Katz and Tonus. Lost. The general consensus was I made a good showing. It should try it again. Um, I found that I really enjoy campaigning. That's one reason why I do this. I mean, I enjoy co-hosting the Ed and Joe show. I enjoy calling into your show, being a guest on your show. I, I, I enjoy it. That's one of the main reasons, okay? I also have this theory about politics that there's no exemption from politics. Even the most apathetic person is affected by elections, whether they know it or not, whether they like it or not. Elections have outcomes, so I, I just decide I'm going to toss my hat into the ring. So, oh. what do you see? Uh, you know, uh, 
you know, people aren't going to vote for you because you like the idea of being right. Voted. Right. So what, what, what's what the meat and potatoes what, what, here? What, what, what are your yeah. issues? What's the red meat here? Well, like, like first and foremost, it's, it's like I said, I'm going to say this a few times. It's, it's about representing the folks. Beyond that, um, my the big three. What are the top three? Here goes, and this is what I'm hearing from the folks. Crime in all its various forms, okay? Mm-hmm. Crime is a huge one. I believe in law and order. If you don't have law and order, if you don't have the rule of law, you have nothing. Well, you're a retired uh, corrections officer. Um, I'm retired from the Hillsborough County Jail Correctional Officer. I'm still there one day a week, and I currently work as a court security officer. Okay. Prior to that, I did four years honorable service, United States Army. So I believe in law and order. I believe in the Constitution of the United States of America. Granted, this is local office. I get it. Well, do you... Well, let me stop you there. Yeah. <laughs> do you believe in the charter of the city of Manchester? Yes, I do. Yes, I and believe in the charter. Now, yes. do you, uh, uh, when you say you believe in the charter, that to me says uh, you support the tax cap and you don't believe that pay raises are a reason to override I, the tax cap. I, correct. I, I, I support the charter. I agree. I'm, I'm an advocate of the tax cap, but... Let me also say I don't like the tax cap being used as a political tool. I, I, I add on I'm an advocate of sound fiscal policy. Okay, but we'll talk about that. But we're on the, the big three yeah. right now. The well, first well, one. I don't want to leave a oh, hanging okay, thread because no we have a hanging we have a yep. hanging chad because okay. you know the controversy over aldermen voting to um, conflict of interest. Conflicts of interest. Here it, it takes about eight seconds per the charter. I abstain. My wife is a school teacher. Uh, it's been done before. Dolman used to do it on the school board. On yeah. the school board, Ward Five. It was so funny when and, Ward, and your brother did it. it your it brother was, has a yeah, son that it, works for the waterworks. And it took yeah all of about approximately six or seven seconds. Okay, <laughs> he said I'm not going to quote him exactly, but it's something like as per the charter, I abstain. That's exactly what he and said. And it took about six or seven seconds. Done over and done with. Now you know that this create you don't want to have any hanging chads here. The next question is, well, should someone who has a relative working for the city run for office, right? Yeah. Or should they be exempted? I say, of course not. I say that's a bridge too far. I mean, look, you've got restaurant owners on the board of Marin Alderman, okay? A vote came up on Kino. Right. What'd they do? They abstained. Right. So, you know, th- there you have that, okay? So, yes, I believe in the charter. I I, I don't go in for this. If, if there is a conflict, declare it and abstain, and there you go, okay? Okay. Okay, so can now, we go back to- One the- more question on that? Sure, I'll give ahead. you extra time. If you can no, stay no, a little hey, later, I'll give fine. you extra let's, time, let's too. Let's rock. I love this. But, so, but, you but, know. The, but the flip side of it is, um, you know, Ron Ludwig was horribly wrong, but also a little bit right when he blamed the board of aldermen okay. for letting him vote. Now, he was wrong because he read, you know, yep. he, he read the part of the, of the clause that didn't matter. I understand. But you, should not an alderman, if they're aware of a conflict of interest, honor their responsibility under the charter to enforce sure. the charter by, yep. I guess we'll say, calling out their, like Jim Roy did, calling out yep. their, their, their counterparts yep. who have conflicts. Credit, Will you be shy about doing that? No. Credit to Jim Roy. And obviously, I think we all agree we need to tighten up the charter. We need clarification. Okay. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. I actually have this idea for discussion, Rich, and it's only for discussion that if you have a clear conflict of interest, right, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Sorry, pal. No long-winded explanation needed. You're not going to vote. Right. Not, oh, this guy voted, and let's have the whole rigmarole. Let's let's give him 20 lashes with a wet noodle. Let's throw him to the lions. Let's parade him up and down Elm Street naked in January. No. The guy, whether his name is John K. Smith or whatever his name is, I'm sorry, pal, you have a conflict of interest. You can't vote. But those are some of the things to, to answer the whole conflict of interest gotcha. in the chatter. Okay. All right. All now, right. back on your, okay. uh, back on your, uh, top, on three? your top three. Top three. Number one, these are in no particular order, is crime. Crime. Okay, crime covers many, many things. It covers, I've heard from the constituents, um, 
you know, there's people driving too fast along the road, and this is in a school zone. Right. Okay, that falls under crime. The opioid crisis falls under crime. So I believe in law and order. Crime is a huge one, okay? Uh, moving right along, that's number one. Number two would be infrastructure. Infrastructure, everything from roads, bridges, roads, bridges, buildings, buildings, potholes, abandoned buildings. What are we doing? Do we tear them down? Do we rehab them? On and on. So, okay, infrastructure is number two, and the third one is labor cost slash taxes. Yeah. Okay, because those are obviously interwoven. Rich people are pissed off, and I don't blame them. I'm one of them. Uh, I, I I want to say a great big thank you to our city employees. I think they do a great job. But uh, fast day. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, Fast Day, which was done away with more than two decades ago. We have John on the line with a question for Ed. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Ed. Hey, John. Uh, just have a quick question on uh, benefits for aldermen and Board of School Committee members. Currently, the Board of School Committee receives a stipend of $2,000. If I'm not mistaken, the Board of Al- Mayor and Alderman receive a $5,000 stipend. My first question is, would you be in favor of lowering the alderman stipend to match that of the Board of School Committee to 2000 just so everybody is treated fairly? And the second question is, what do you, what's your feeling on health care benefits for board members? Okay, here and we I'll, go. I'll, I'll, All right, great, John. Okay, I'll, Th- I'll listen offline. Thanks for the question. Dropping the five grand for alderman to two grand to match a board of school committee? No, I'm a working class guy. This is going to take a lot of my time. I'm going to need every, if I should win, if I'm fortunate enough to get elected, I'll tell you, I'm going to need every copper penny of that five grand to, to keep my head above water. I'm not shy about saying that. I'm not, no, no, don't lower it to two grand. Benefits, go ahead and scrap them for all I care. Okay. I hope that answers your questions. All right, John, thank you for the call. Maybe you give the school board a raise. Yeah, actually, maybe two grand. I mean, <laughs> we'll take five grand for the school board. Uh, and let me let me do an add on to that, if I could. Okay, the mayor makes what sixty eight grand with yeah. another four grand on top for expenses. I think it's five, it, but yeah, it's it sh- all right. Whatever, it should be a hundred thou, hundred ten thou, hundred twenty thou for the mayor. I say pay the mayor a dollar for every person who, uh, for every uh, person um, on the census. Okay, I mean, there yeah, 107,000 107, people. Oh, it'd be 110. 110, buck 10, there you go. I there mean, it's redi- that, but listen, I don't want to go off too long on that. Limited time here, that, right. that's my thoughts So on Ed that. says no benefits for aldermen, but uh, no no reduction in the stock. I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't do it. I, you know, really, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be an alderman for two grand a year. I'm going to need that five grand should I be fortunate enough to get elected. I'm not, All right. I'm not uh, so shy about saying that. So labor costs, yeah, like I said, big thank you to the city employees. But, uh, you know, fast day, uh, Yager, Decker, Pace, we need to reform, reduce, or eliminate it. Okay. okay. Um, well, there will be a number of contracts that do make their way to whoever sits in the seat from Ward 8 in the next term. The teacher's contract is up. The policeman's contract yeah. is up. The firemen don't have a contract yet, and they're not going to get one out of this board that I can see. Uh, and there are 13 or 14 yeah. other unions besides. So what, what's, your, what's your line in the sand there, Ed? Well, here's the deal, okay? I'm, I'm that guy, Rich Deck, wakes up in the morning, gets his morning paper, reads, you know, sees, oh, city unions and city come to an agreement, right? And I start reading the union leader article, and, you know, they'll list the cost of living increases. Let's say 2% first year, 2% second year. They don't tell you about the step raises, right? Right. So, uh, concisely, uh, Rich, my idea is we need to reform, reduce, or eliminate Yager Decker's pay scale. No more perpetuating it, okay? And I got to credit Pat Long came out with that. Uh, he says we, we we keep perpetuating the Yager Decker pay scale here. We need to re, we need to stop doing that. So there's there's a biggie for me. No, no, no more uh, you know just kind of slipping it on in there and uh, continuing on with that. 
Gotcha. Right. Now, um, you mentioned your wife is a teacher. It, it, it surprises me how many people running for aldermen actually are promising to improve the schools. What do you see as uh, a candidate for alderman as your role in uh, education? Um, is it limited. Simply- it's, it's limited. Of course, the, the, the aldermen have the final say on the money, right? Right. But uh, I wouldn't – we want to go into the weeds with it. I mean, we've discussed education before, you and I. I'm not a fan of Common Core, but I kind of uh, – you know, pardon me, says just leave that to the Board of School Committee. Unless you find yourself on the joint committee, which you have some comments on that. But <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go too much into that. That's why I'm running for alderman and not board of school committee. Gotcha. Okay. All right. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, think th- I think that's a fair answer because really there is no operational control no. by the alderman over the school board. And there never has been. Right. But there's the budget. I get it. It's, it pertains a little bit. I get it. But it's not something oh, I yeah. want to, you know, yeah. beat into the ground. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, and a political science professor of mine uh, said once upon a time that politics is nothing more than the allocation of scarce resources among competing demands. Yeah. I mean, a- accepting that is true. What do you see as the priorities where the city should be directing its funding? And are there any particular changes in how the city does things that you'd like to see uh, made? Well, you know, Rich, everybody loves um, efficiencies, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, if we can come up with some efficiencies, great. Let's do it. You have the pilot program with the garbage collection. Let's see how that goes. I guess it's favorable so far. Is it time for bag and tag? I'm not a fan of bag and tag. No, I like the one. Is I like the idea of the toter. Okay, bag and tag. I'm not a fan of. Um, oh, we can do bag and tag with the toters. You can do them both. Yeah. Well, look. Let me let me answer your question this way. I have an open mind. Uh, I do have some fl- red flags of concern. Like, do, do you do you sub out the plowing to Pike Industries, and then if they go under, why would you need to do that? You're not getting rid of any, a city service. You're just paying for it a different way. Right. But what I'm saying is, if you sub it out to Pike Industries, as an example, Pike Industries, the plowing in the winter, right? Mm-hmm. As a, as a way to save money, right? You pay them X amount of dollars rather than having a city employee with benefits and everything else. But what if they go under and you had a major storm? Then you're kind of screwed. So, yes, I'm in favor of efficiencies. Open mind. But uh, I've already mentioned Yager Decker reform, labor costs. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's a huge one right there. Yeah. Yeah. And when I talk about that stuff, Rich, I've been involved in this for over 20 years now. I mean, it's the same labor laws at the jail, public employee labor relations, you know. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've covered this a little bit. It's kind of, it gets kind of weird because in the state of New Hampshire, the municipality, the city, the town, whatever, the state itself, has about 99% of the authority. And I'm not sure people realize that. The laws that govern these proceedings heavily favor the employer. Now, which proceedings are you talking about? I'm talking about contract negotiations. Okay. Okay. Are you saying the aldermen are giving away yeah. the, the, the store? Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, you know, Mayor Wazorek <laughs> made a point when he came in a very rare appearance before the board where he was he was visibly upset, and he really kind of let you, not you guys, but he let the board have it, saying, you know, you keep blaming Yager Decker, but you don't tell anybody that what the way Yager Decker works now is not the way that it was adopted. Know, it's, and it's, oh, by the way, yeah. you guys blame Yager Decker for the fact that you can't say no to a pay raise. He said, and you're not right. willing to do what I did. They picketed me for three years everywhere I went because I wouldn't give them a pay raise. Yeah. So is it just a matter, in your opinion, of the board saying no? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've had this discussion. I, yeah. They have the authority, 99% of it, as granted by, by New Hampshire State Public Employee Labor Law. What the unions have is they, have, they don't have the law on their side. Uh, but they do have political power, which is a different a different thing. Yeah. Well, 
yes, and they're and they're exercising that political power like in and I don't ways blame I haven't them for seen. doing it. Yeah, it's a, it's a free country. I, I put the blame on the board of mayor and aldermen. Yeah, but should the alderman should the charter in the city of Manchester allow the alderman or the school board members to take financial uh, help from unions? They will then sit across the table and negotiate. Yes, is that I'll, not a conflict of interest? It, it, Perhaps. Here's the thing, Rich. I'm a big believer in the First Amendment. I'm a big believer in freedom of speech. So long as they declare it, so long as they say, I've taken X amount of of money from this union, that's the deal, and then it's up to the people to decide. But I'm not for snuffing out uh, political contributions. I mean, I'm a big— Even FDR said that federal unions shouldn't be allowed to, and they don't contribute to federal campaigns. Right. Um, You know, again, if if candidate X wants to take— a financial contribution from whatever special interest group. Okay, go ahead and do it. Just declare it. The people need to decide at the ballot box. And by the way, on that subject, I'd like to give you my uh, grant, my current grand total of endorsements from special interest groups. Okay, I got it right here. Drum roll, please. Zero. I have exactly no endorsements from any special interest groups, any developers, any labor unions, none, and I don't want any. Well, and we'll end it on this. Well, two things. I mean, Betsy DeVries has sucked those up like a Hoover uh, because she's going to be whatever the unions want uh, her to be at any given time. But there is a huge issue in Ward 8, which you've been outspoken, and I think it affects the city overall. That's the rezoning on South Mammoth Road that would take 26 acres of land and convert it from single-family development to high-density, multi-unit yeah. rental housing. I'm opposed to it. Uh, I'm opposed to it for a multitude of reasons, not the least of which is traffic Armageddon. They've already put the development behind the dunks on Candia Road. Well, Mammoth Road is going to be a traffic nightmare. You want to build there, build the way it is. You said we're getting near closing. I want to talk quickly about diversity. I think we need more diversity on the board, Rich. We need diversity of thoughts, diversity of ideas, diversity of values, and diversity of opinion. That's the kind of diversity I would like to see. Uh, on that note, Ed, if there, uh, you have a website, Facebook page, something oh, that people I, can contact ni- you? 391-8038. That's 391-8038. Call me anytime. Uh, you know, the track at Memorial, Hannaford's, Facebook, um, you know, whatever. Just say, hey, you, let's talk. I enjoy this. I enjoy campaigning. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to a mirror image of myself. People are frustrated. I'm frustrated, too. Also, car- candidate karaoke, Saturday, September 16th, 8 p.m. at Spare Time Bar and Grill, right across from Guild Stadium. It was a good time two years ago. It's in uh, this week's edition of Hippo Press on page 8. We're going to have a good time. I hope you can make it, Rich. I... We'll see how I survive it's, the police exam. Okay, it's technically a competition <laughs> where uh, I will be naming the, the grand prize winner, which is an oven mitt from Walmart. Oven mitt from Walmart. Yeah. Ed Sapienza, as always, uh, appreciate your uh, participation with our show. We're going to take a quick, quick break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be right back. Stay with us.